Welcome to another 5-Minute Coffee Break Mystery. The name of this compelling tale is Detective Fairchild Fights Aunt Flo. It is the third in a series of the Charles E. Chan Mysteries. The set is an office workplace. It is dimly lit with a chair, lamp, desk, cluttered with many papers, paper plates, and plastic spoons. There's an overstuffed chair covered by a long, black, shiny cloth. There's a woman, a counselor, leaning on a desk, reading a computer notebook. Slowly, the long black cloth covering the overstuffed chair begins to move and take a shape of a man. Suddenly, the cloth is thrown aside, revealing a man, a vampire. He is called the Unwed Mother. For reasons I will go into in another broadcast. How's that for a tease? Anyway, back to our story. The vampire locks eyes with the woman and blows her a kiss. The woman screams and drops the iPad. <laughs> Look what you've made me do. How did you get in here? I'm a vampire, remember? Shape-shifting is part of my new skill set. My repertoire, among other things. The vampire makes a peace sign with his right hand and places the tips of his two fingers on either side of his mouth, then sticks his tongue out and wags it at the counselor to tease her. What are you doing here? What do you want? It's so good to see you. Can I have a hug? No, don't try to change the subject. What are you doing here? I'm checking up on you to see how you're doing since the kidnapping. I was worried I hadn't heard from you in a while. Now that's rich, coming from you. I wouldn't have been kidnapped if it weren't for you and... and... and your... Seeming inability to keep your dick in your pants. Ever since I became a vampire, my dick is no longer my weapon of choice. How was I to know the Vampire King was a jealous man? Damn it, what are you doing here? How the fuck did you get in here anyway? You're so cute when you're pissed. I'm calling the cops. She bends to pick up the phone, and the vampire looks longingly at her butt. I told you, I just want to see if you're alright. Being kidnapped by a flock of vampires would be stressful, to say the least. Did they bite you? Lick you? Suck you? I really want to know. Have you heard the expression, Physician, heal thyself? Well, that's exactly what I'm doing. I thought about going to one of my colleagues at the trauma center, but who would believe me? You can always talk to me. After all, you've always been there when I needed you. It's only fair that I give you a shoulder to cry on. It may come as a surprise to you that a blue flame narcissistic bigot of a serial killer does not count as one of my success stories. You have to admit that thanks to you, 
I'm not half as bad as I used to be. Fortunately, it's not the half that eats that frightens me. You're the last person in the world I would hurt or even frighten. Don't you know how I feel about you by now? Don't confuse the impulses you have for true human emotions. You have the same basic urges of any wild animal. Eat, sleep, fuck, shit, and kill. I love you. Why else would I go to America's favorite paper son, Charlie Chan, to help free you from your kidnappers? That's Detective Charles Ong Chan to you, and the fact that his family was able to circumvent the Chinese Exclusion Act and the perils of Angel Island Immigration Center is a testimony to the strength of a proud family that he still honors to this day. Yeah, whatever. I'm just glad the Chinaman found you. I was out of my mind with worry. It serves you right. You should be worried and riddled with guilt. I was kidnapped in retaliation for you sucking off the vampire's girlfriend. What were you thinking? I was thinking that fat girl was a tasted tender morsel of sweet sticky goo, like a Pop-Tart fresh out of the toaster. As I recall, she had on thong underwear, so nice and convenient for food to come with its own dental floss. After all, fat meat is so greasy. I'm not in the mood to put up with you and your sweaty little fantasies. How poetic. A fat girl wearing a whale tail. You're pathetic. Like a plucked peacock. All you can do with your cock is pee. You act like you're God's gift to women. So arrogant. So proud. Can you even get an erection? Why? Do you want me to give it to you? I'm not some heavyweight victim. You just cannot do anything you want to me. I don't want to do you. I just want to get you done. I'm not fooling around with you, Chester, or unwed mother, or whatever you're calling yourself these days. Take yourself and all the rest of your 13 personalities and get the hell out of my office. The counselor grabs her side and winces in pain. Uh, ouch! Oh dear, what's wrong? Cramps? None of your damn business. Is Aunt Flo here for one of her monthly visits? You don't have to explain. I can tell. Your blood smells so sweet and savory. Like the gooey sticky sap that oozes from a sugar cane. Leave me alone. I just need a Midol and a shot of tequila, and I'll be fine. The counselor rummages through the items on her desk and drawer. The vampire looks her up and down. You're one fine lady, all right. I know I can help. My lips and my tongue are better than anything you can find in that desk. You're disgusting. And you're crazy if you think for one minute... Ouch! 
The counselor winces again. She holds her side, and she scrambles to open a drawer on the desk. First, she pulls out a pill bottle, and then a bottle of tequila. Oh, really? The vampire says. Is that what you're doing? It's just for medicinal purposes, you understand. Oh, I understand plenty. The counselor takes the bottle and shakes it upside down. Damn it. Empty. Shit. What am I going to do now? The vampire rushes to her side. Allow me to pour my lady a drink. The vampire pours tequila into one of the paper cups on the desk and hands it to her over with a flourish. She drains the cup. I shouldn't drink on an empty stomach. It goes right to my head. Here, here's another for good measure. One for each ovary. Just to take the bite out of Aunt Flo. Now I know why my mother called it a curse. I'm the one that's cursed. Because you're a vampire? No, I'm cursed because I hunger after a woman who doesn't want me. The vampire takes his arm and clears everything off the desk with one swoop. Then he lifts the counselor up and gently places her to sit on the desk and removes one of her shoes. Chester, no. Relax, I'm just going to give you a foot massage. You know, chakra points and all that. The counselor hesitates, then submits to the foot rub. She tilts her head back and moans, then closes her eyes. While her eyes are closed, he lifts one of her legs slightly and peers down at her crotch. Huh, you're not flowing very heavy. Hey! She snatches her foot back. Just checking. You're bound to be anemic. After that little run-in with the Blood King, I swear that blood-sucking bastard could suck an orange through 50 feet of garden hose. Greedy fucker. I believe you should give to the needy, not to the greedy. The vampire smiles, revealing his teeth. The trouble with you is that you just ain't got no cooth. You can trust me. See, here's how we can do it. The vampire sits on a chair in front of her, next to the desk. Then, he turns his back to her and squats down. Then, he drapes her knees over his shoulders. The back of his neck is flush with her crotch. See, no danger. My weapons are pointed away from you. Do you want me to take my teeth out? Would that make you feel safer? Wait, what? You can take your teeth out? Yeah. That Chinese bastard Chan had my teeth pulled out last time he had me under arrest. But I fixed him. I found a dentist to make me a new set of fangs. Nice, huh? Okay. You can take him out. I suppose it would make me feel better. The vampire takes out his teeth and places them in one of the cups on the desk. Then, refocusing on her, he rolls down one of her socks, continues to rub her bare foot. 
I'll drink to that. Hey, let me ask you something. I've always been curious. Is it true that Asian Americans or Chinese or whatever you call them, is it true that they lack a hormone that doesn't digest alcohol? Well, some Asians do have a genetic variant that can't, yes. Alcohol makes our faces red. We can't metabolize enzymes like acetylsalicide, and it becomes toxic when they're not broken down. Acetylsalicide deficiency, or common called Asian flush syndrome. Yeah, stop, stop. It's official. You are a boring drunk. I've got to hurry and get you in before you talk me into a soft on. The vampire begins to rub her feet and he kisses her knees. Do you want me to turn her around? No, Chester, I'm married. How long have you had that bad habit? It's not a bad habit. It's the best thing I've ever done, besides becoming a crisis counselor. Who is the lucky human? He's my savior. He's my savior and my my hero. He's Detective Eagleton Fairchild. The cop? The counselor takes another drink. He's so strong, so brave, so, so, so... So black. Yes, he is a proud African-American. Don't you want a real man? He saved me from certain death. The vampire who kidnapped me would have treated me like a salad bar at the Olive Garden. All you can eat. I would like to toss your salad. Don't flatter yourself. You yourself told me you were impotent unless you were engaging and non-consensual forced vaginal penetration. With screams. I just love it when they scream. You really mustn't forget the screams. Besides, young lady, my tongue is hard enough to split your lips. Split my lip? You said you would never hurt me. I'll keep my word. It's not the lips on that pretty little face of yours. It's your labia. I'm gonna split wide open. Don't you know that labia is Latin for lips, doctor? Of course I do. Don't be crass. You are no gentleman. Unlike my husband, my hero. I'm the one who told that stupid burhead husband of yours where to find you. Without me, he couldn't find Mike Tyson in a six-ounce bag of rice. He wasn't even looking for you until I put him on the case. Without me, he and that cross-eyed paper son of a gun couldn't find Michael Jordan in a bag of flour. I'm your savior. I saw you first. I loved you first. I loved you first. So, what? You figure you got dibs? How old are you? Eight? Grow up. For your information, a woman's vagina doesn't come with festival seating. It is not first come, first serve. Besides, I like my men the way I like my coffee. Cold and bitter? 
strong and black. I bet your mother is so proud. You're my client, not the other way around. I don't need an undead, blood-sucking serial killer critiquing my life choices or my relationship with my mother. Blah, blah, blah. Come on, you can tell me. Was your mom happy to have a colored boy added to the family? Don't say colored boy. I thought I'd taught you better than that. The counselor begins to slur her words. Besides, once you go black, you never go back. I say once you go white, you finally get it right. Besides, once you go black, you really aren't allowed back. But I'll give you this one lapse in judgment. After all, he took advantage of you when you were vulnerable and no doubt lightheaded, anemic, and afraid. Their kind tends to prey on the weak. What are you talking about? I'm gonna give you something he can't. Like what? The velvet rub. The what? The Velvet Rub is something I learned while doing time on Cell Block D. You did time? I paid my debt to society in Cell Block D, Purdy, Washington. Liar. Purdy, Washington is a woman's prison. I agreed to have my vampire teeth extracted and trade for saving your life. I subjected myself to be jailed maimed, bullied by my arch enemy and turned into a human tampon all because of you. And I would gladly do it again, all over again, because of you. Wait, what? How, how exactly does one become a human tampon? Of all the things I said, that's the only thing you remember? Human tampon is not exactly a job title. You can filter on LinkedIn. Well, if it could, the inmates on cell block D would give me a hell of a reference. That's for damn sure. Reference for what? What are you doing in a woman's prison? Detective Chan and your Detective Fairchild thought the vampire coven that kidnapped you would never look for me there, and if they did find me out, it would be tough for them because it's a maximum security prison. I can't get out. They can't get in to kill me. When your husband was so mercilessly yanked out my vampire teeth, I was left defenseless and hungry. Detective Chan said he and Fairchild put me in the prison for my own protection. Protective custody, they said. They threw me in jail with a bunch of menstruated bitches. Turns out, I needed to feed. And they needed relief. And you know what they say. If you can't cut the mustard, you might as well lick the jar. But I can show you better than I can tell you. The vampire rolls down her stockings and takes both legs like a wheelbarrow and twists her around, pivoting on the desktop, 
so that he faces her. He reaches down, takes off her panties, and throws them carelessly over his shoulder. The vampire studies her crotch. Ah, a G-string. How sweet. Now I know Victoria's secret. Of course, back in the day, a bra and panty set from Fredericks of Hollywood would really get me going. The vampire spreads her legs wider. Two strings and a pad? You're packed tighter than a New York City subway. You poor baby. The woman crosses her legs. You have no right to judge me. How I care for myself is my business. It's just sometimes I squirt a little when I laugh or cough. I bet you have the cutest little cum giggle. Well, I plan to find out that soon enough. Just sit back and relax. I'll have you gushing like the fountains in Venice, Italy. I'm about to uncork you like a fine bottle of red wine. Just like your husband told me when he yanked out my eye teeth. Open up, buttercup. Just then, a tall black man wearing a gun and a policeman's uniform bursts into the room. Stop right there, motherfucker. The vampire sighed in exasperation. And the cock blocker of the year award goes to... My husband. Perfect timing as always. Drop the girl and put your hands up or I'll shoot. Checking up on your whore of a wife. Don't you trust her? I trust the both of you. I trust her to be gullible and you to be a rapacious asshole. Hey, it's not nice to call names, the vampire said. You weren't hard to find. Detective Chan told the dentist to put a homing device in your ditches. You mean all this time I've been eating for two? Quit stalling and step away from my wife. Listen, bro, I know you married her, but you don't have her. It's just your turn. Do as my husband says. He means it. I've seen that look in his eye before. You mean bloodshot? The detective shifts his weight and slides his forefinger over the trigger of his gun. If you want to live, you'll follow your counselor's advice. The detective cocks his weapon. This is one time I don't think I will follow doctor's orders. These are silver bullets in this gun. Test me and die. The vampire flips the detective the bird. So long, suckers. The vampire shapeshifts into a bat and flies through the door. The detective left open upon his entrance. The counselor falls into the detective's arms. I'm so glad I found you. you. Are you okay? Did it hurt you? The policeman's soft gaze turns into a hard one. Wait a minute. Do I smell booze on your breath? Have you been drinking? Have you been drinking? I I took a little drink from my cramps. You know how bad, you know how bad they get. How much pain he was trying to take advantage of me. 
The married couple embraces and they have a warm, loving kiss. And as he glances over her shoulder, he sees her panties on the floor. Hey, wait a minute. Ain't them your panties I bought for you on your birthday? Uh oh. The end. This has been another five minute coffee break mystery. The third in a series of Charles E. Chan Mysteries. Thank you for joining us. I hope you will listen again soon. I'm Georgia Elizabeth Savage, your narrator. Music by the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Original play, Onita Elizabeth Harris. Thank you for listening. Now get back to work. Your five minutes are up.